to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. It's Jeff here once again, and I am so excited to have you on the the show today. Today is going to be a little bit of a different episode. Up to this point, we've been talking a little bit about, you know, what Freedom Day is, uh, some of the components of it. We've talked about how to start kind of thinking about calculating up what your Freedom Day is, um, how to really put together a process, how to start to figure out what your budget is, how to reduce debt. But today I want to really talk about, and this is something that you have to uh, start thinking about when it comes to your upcoming Freedom Day, whenever that is. It might be five years, it might be 10 years, it might be next year, who knows. But it's really when you need to know it's finally time to quit your job, uh, or when you know it's finally time to quit your job. This is something that I think is incredibly important. Uh, that you think about. It's it's one of those things that you just have to understand that, you know, at some point you're going to have to potentially quit your job, but maybe, maybe not. So what we're going to talk about today is first off, you know, should you quit your job? If you love what you do, you know, you can still get to a freedom day without quitting your job. The difference is, and I always say this to to the people I talk about with Freedom Day, you're going to reach a point where you, if you've done everything right, if you followed your blueprint, if you've gotten yourself to the point of your personal Freedom Day, meaning that it was the first day you woke up and you have enough income or assets to generate income that you did not have to go to work that day. So the benefit for you is, okay, I didn't really have to get up. And two, one of two decisions is going to happen for you that day. The first decision is, you know what? I love what I'm doing. I'm just going to get up like I always do. But I'm going to have a little bit of a different attitude going into work because there's no longer any kind of a monkey on my back. There's no longer any fear that I'm not going to have enough money to live on. I have enough income that effectively everything I make from my job, if I made zero, I would still be able to live my life as I have been living it up to that point. Uh, I have no debt anymore. I have enough income to live on that covers my income. So all the rest of what I have can be spent on other things. It can be spent on uh, building up my business outside. It can be spent on investments. You know, when we go back to talking about the the cash flow quadrant that we talked about early on in the show, you know, we've got, we're, we're, we may be an employee today or we may be self-employed. So we're selling time for money, but I can take that earnings that I might've created from another side business or another idea that I had where I sold my knowledge or my system to others so that I can make money from my business, 
and that extra money that's made can be applied to, you know, starting another business, buying an investment that is going to generate an income source or more income sources for us. So that decision really starts to happen that first day that you woke up and it's your freedom day. Now, the opposite is true. If you woke up and, you know, every morning you dread getting up and going to work because you have to, all of a sudden you no longer have to. And I will tell you that if your attitude was poor before, it's probably going to get a lot worse because you're going to know that they they don't hold anything over you anymore. <laughs> I don't have to be here. So your attitude either is going to be that you can shrough off what you're doing at work or you are just so mad at them that you're done. And quite frankly, this was the this was my situation. Um, and it really was even worse than than this situation. Um, I had had a very bad experience in a, in the last place that I actually worked for somebody else. I had a very bad experience. Um, I had come in there with the thought of going one direction and then the company completely changed track and path for me. And, you know, I effectively, I just decided I didn't want to be there anymore and I was done. Um, I really didn't have something prepared on the side. Uh, I really wasn't even worried about that because I thought that was where I was going to be for a while. And I really had to scramble when I made the decision to leave that company to start to do something that was going to be able to generate revenue for me over time uh, and start to you know help me to, to continue to make enough money to live on. So you'll have to start thinking about, well, should I or do I want to quit my job? If you love what you're doing, let's say you're a teacher today and you really love, love, love being a teacher. Well, wouldn't it be great if you were a teacher and you didn't have to worry about money and you know, you work, let's call it nine months out of the year and you get three months off and you don't have to take another job, you know, in the in the summertime. You're just working a business that you've created on the side that is generating more than enough income for you to live on that your teaching and your teaching income is just for fun. And, you know, you're you're teaching because you love it and you want to do that. The other piece of it is one of the reasons people feel like they're trapped in their job is because we've been sold a bill of goods when it comes to health care and benefits. You know, one of the, the real challenges that happens when it comes to your health care and benefits is, well, you know, I mean, I, I get health care through my company and I wouldn't be able to get it as inexpensive outside. Well, in most cases, you have no clue of how much your company is paying for healthcare. Uh, they're paying a lot. You'll know if you ever leave an employer and you get COBRA coverage, that can be 105% of what they're paying. And you'll realize how much they're actually subsidizing for you. But healthcare costs are going up. The good thing that is going on in the world of healthcare right now is there's a lot of companies that are. Um, they're, they're basically changing the world a little bit when it comes to healthcare, and they're creating models of healthcare for people that, you know, mainly are healthy folks um, that are, you know, that, that want to maintain their health and they want to be preventative and everything else. It's a different model than the current insurance model, which is a fee-for-service model. So there's really no incentive for the doctors to make sure you stay healthy 
because they really only get paid when you get sick. Uh, not their fault. That's just the way it works. Uh, but there's a lot of other models that are out there now that really focus on keeping you healthy so that you don't get sick and cost a lot more money. And as a result of that, the cost of those insurances is significantly lower in those medical plans. And there's everything from different types of medical insurance plans to what are called shared plans and direct primary care. So there's all kinds of different options that are available to you out there. And we'll have an episode coming up where we just kind of talk about that. I'll bring on an expert and we'll talk about the different types of health options that are out there for you. Is the money, you know, my next question that I would ask from the quitting my job is, is the money that's coming in sustainable? So one of the challenges that you have is if you have a business that you're creating that doesn't create a sustainable revenue. So give you an example. My wife, uh, one of her first businesses that she ever had, she's a really crafty person, um, loved to make jewelry. So she started making jewelry and, you know, she would make tons and tons and tons of this stuff and she wasn't really selling it. Well, then she decided to start doing craft fairs. And so she would go and she would sell her jewelry at, at craft fairs. Well, the problem with that is, you know, there's only a certain amount of those per year that are there and they typically are in the fall. So what she would end up doing is spending most of the summertime making all this jewelry and then, you know, go to these craft shows and hopefully in the fall sell, you know, all of the inventory she had, which never happened. And it was one of those businesses that she made a lot more stuff than she actually made money at. And it was one of those things that, it was a good lesson that, you know, once again, the business was completely based on her. So it was selling her time, which was the time it took her to make jewelry, which she was quick at, but still took time. And she was limited about the amount of time that she had, you know, and so it wasn't necessarily a sustainable business. Um, other businesses, let's say that you're in this business and you know, one month you make $4,000, the next month you make nothing, you know, next month you make a few thousand dollars and then back to nothing or a couple hundred dollars. Well, that's not sustainable. And that's not a business that you're going to jump out and say, okay, well, I'm just going to quit my job and go do that because you don't really have the stability there. What you want to be able to see is with your side gig that might be taking up 10, 15, 20 hours a week of your time that that 10, 20 hours a week that I'm spending, I'm building a sustainable rate of income that I can watch steadily grow every month. And I have predictability so that whenever I do quit, whenever I've reached my freedom day and I have enough income to survive and live on, then now that I can take 40 hours a week and apply that towards that job or that business, hopefully that will increase my revenue when I can completely focus on that job over time uh, or in, on that business over time. So building sustainability into your business is critical and you really need to look at that. And I would look at inside of that business, there's not always just one way of making revenue. So as you're, you know, as you get one source of revenue going and you're building sustainability, what you want to look at is other sources of revenue that you might have coming in for that business. You know, a great example is, let's say you sold barbecue grills, you know, just an off the wall thing. So 
So I sell barbecue grills, but what do people need when they buy a barbecue grill? Well, they might need barbecue gloves, barbecue tools, charcoal, lighter fluid. All of those things are other sources of revenue, other sources of what in the industry, in the retail industry, calls SKUs. So there are all these other things that are complementary products to the barbecue grill that I sell. The advantage of that, when I start to look at all those other revenue sources, I increase the average ticket size for my one client. So you want to start looking at, well, if I sell this product, what are some of the other complementary things that I can sell so that it kind of keeps them under my hat? I, I get to keep my hand in their wallet a little bit more and pull some more dollars out from there. So what about that day that you decide to to quit? You know, should you just rip the Band-Aid off and say, I quit? Well, I would make sure that the first three things we talked about were in place, that you've, you know, you've thought about whether you like what you do, first off. You've stopped worrying about benefits because you're going to pay for your own benefits out of your business. That's the other thing that, you know, is nice about benefits that you provide through your business. So as, as a business owner, I can pay for, as a fringe benefit for myself, my health care. And quite frankly, even if you're paying out-of-pocket expenses, uh, let's say you have health care through your employer today, you can, out of your business that you've created on the side, reimburse any extra medical cost as a, as a fringe benefit, you know, medical payment to yourself you can reimburse yourself for that and that's a deductible expense for your business thus reducing your taxable income for your business and it improves your cash flow situation um, in your case so you're not paying that out even though you're paying it out to the medical provider you're getting reimbursed for those things so making sure that our benefits are covered by the, the building of uh, the business that we have outside so you know, at some point in time, you're going to have to rip the Band-Aid off. And so I'll, I'll tell you the story of the, you know, what made me make that final decision to leave where I was at. And it was, you know, I, I believe I've told the story early on. I'll tell it one more time here because it was a, a very visceral thing for me at one time, which was, you know, I had worked for an entire year uh, for this company. Uh, I had kind of given up my business or my practice, my financial practice to move over to this company because I was helping them build a new product line that they didn't really have. And it was a way to get in with business owners, which is, you know, the end result of what they wanted to do was get in with business owners and be an investment, you know, wealth manager for business owners. So I, uh, I went over, I worked on this project for a year. Um, by the end of the year, I had my review, and my review was with my boss and with the president of the company. Um, it was the worst review I've ever received in 35 years of working for people. Um, I had already, at that point, made the decision that I was going to become an entrepreneur. I was kind of done already because I sensed what was on the, the table. And I remember my boss presenting my review to me, and I just sat there and kind of took it, didn't really say anything about it. And she got up and went to make a copy of the, the review that she was delivering to me and the, the warning that they gave me that, you know, you need to shape up or, you know, ship out. 
And I remember the president of the company sitting there and looking at me eye to eye and saying, you know, you are the worst employee we've ever had. Um, you are too independent. You go and do things without asking. You just do it and then ask for permission later um, or ask, you know, for forgiveness rather than permission to do it. You, you know, you, you are somebody that isn't a team player. And I literally in my mind, and I didn't say this at the time, I just once again took it. But in my mind, I thought to myself, thank you, uh, because you helped make my decision for me. This was in December of 2016. No, it was in December of 2015. I made the decision in that month to start my first business, which was my co-working space, and go out on my own as an independent again. Uh, and I had to rebuild my financial practice. I was building a, a co-working space and trying to build that up while I was building a financial practice. And you know, it was it was challenging to say the least. Um, it was it was scary in a lot of cases. But that was the the Band-Aid moment for me. I just finally was tired of other people making and and doing stupid things and stupid decisions. And I just kind of was done at that point. And that helped me to make that decision. And it was it was a long time coming. It should have happened a lot sooner than that. But I just was not, uh, I, I didn't have the guts to make that step. So what are you going to do on your first day? And this is this is the next piece of it, and and we'll get done with the show. Um, you know, when it's time to quit your job, the first thing that happens is you turn in your resume or you, you turn in your resignation, and you know some of you are going to have to work another couple weeks, you know, to kind of work your way out and give your two weeks notice. Um, others of you are are going to be in industries like mine, where you know when you turn in your resignation, you're done that day. And, you know, you'll get paid out your vacation, but you aren't coming back to work. So you're going to wake up that next morning and you're not going to have a place to go. Um, you're not going to, if you do, if you haven't planned, you're going to sit there and go, wow, okay, I'm free, but what do I do now? Um, if you've planned right, you already know what you're going to do that next day. You know, all right, I'm I'm going to build some structure in my life and this is, extraordinarily important that you learn to build some structure in your life. Work off of a schedule. Don't just kind of wing it every day. Uh, for me, I, I, you know, I have an online, you know, I have my calendar online, but I still to this day carry a, a, a paper planner. I, I carry a, a planning book and I write down all my tasks for that day and I write down my schedule because it makes me think through those things of, okay, what do I need for that appointment? Or what do I need to have prepared? Okay, I need to put that on my task list. And my task list, I go through throughout the day and I wipe those things off. And sometimes I don't get to all of them and they get pushed through to the next day or maybe even the next day. But I prioritize all my stuff every day and I keep a structure. I keep a very consistent structure because I have rampant ADD. And if I don't have a structure to my day and I don't have a plan to what I'm doing, I get nothing accomplished. I will just bounce around and I'm focusing on way too many different things. And I have a very difficult time 
you know, focusing on what I need to get done. And so I always, always, always have structure. So that is what I would tell you to do is you really need to plan out your first day, your first week. Um, if you have a business that, you know, you're going to be out there kind of working in public and, and need to, to start to publicize your business more, that first day that you don't have to get up and go to a job and go to work, even if it's working from home, that first day that you can break free and do what you need to get done, you can go to a networking event, you can go to a chamber of commerce lunch, you can set up one-to-ones with some key contacts or key clients and set them up and go and have a conversation and spend time with them. And still, if your kid has a soccer game that day, or if you they've got a play, or if it's a day for parents to come into school, guess what? You work for yourself. You can do that now. Uh, what you don't want to do is start to think about, okay, here's all the things I want to do, and I'm just going to goof off and enjoy myself, and I'm going to sleep in or sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Well, when somebody's not telling you what to do, you have to tell yourself what to do. Uh, I've always said that the worst boss I've ever had is myself. Um, I've had the worst boss for the last five years of my life because I pushed myself harder than anybody ever pushed me uh, when I was working for them. And I work harder than I ever did for anybody else because the harder I work and the smarter I work, the more money I make in my businesses and the more success I see and the ability for me to, you know, develop a freedom day. Now that can, that can come back to bite you in the butt too, because if you are not, um, you know, if, if you don't take care of that, if you don't build some work-life balance into your life, if you just are working all day long, you get to the point where you're burnt out and, you know, thank God for COVID uh, in my world. I mean, it's, it's been horrible for everybody, but it actually forced me to slow down and stop a little bit and get to look at life and spend a little bit more time. And I set up time to work out now. It's in my schedule and everything else. So all these things that I have the ability to do now, I have the ability to do because I am actually, uh, I've, I've built some freedom into my life and I'm building even more freedom. So I'm, I'm on freedom day number two already. Uh, that was August of, of this year, 2021. Um, August of 2022 will be my last freedom day or my next freedom day where I will have the complete freedom to not be involved in my businesses for a period of time and the businesses will continue to run. So remember all the things we've talked about today, extremely important. And it's, these are things that you need to start planning out before you make the decision to quit. Uh, these are the things that, you know, if I could tell my 2015 self um what to do i would have said you know what suck it up work a little bit longer focus more on how to build your business focus more on how to to build up those income sources outside because it was really hard for several years um, and build up something that was a business that could generate enough revenue for me so that I could make that jump and then focus on my businesses and continue to let them grow instead of really struggling for a couple of years and then finally being successful with my businesses. So thank you very much. I appreciate you all. Um, you know, once again, we're on all the podcast channels. You can get to our episodes also 
at www.freedomnationpodcast.com. Uh, when you're on there, wherever you're watching this at, if you can give us a five-star rating and if you can comment, we would love it and ask questions because I love to answer questions. So thanks a lot. We will see you back here the next time. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.